Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate. I'm Richard Randall, along with Barb Schlinker. She is the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, I know there are a lot of folks who are thinking about moving to a smaller home. What are some of your top five tips for downsizing a home? Well, Many people decide to downsize for a lot of different reasons. You know, either the kids are grown and gone, they don't need all that space anymore, or um, they want to simplify their lives to travel, or they a lot of them move somewhere for grandkids. Some people want to get out of the, the Colorado winters. It's just, it's all over the range. Um, but the whole task of downsizing for most people can be daunting. You wouldn't believe how many people I meet my age that have never sold a home before. They have no clue what's, what's going to happen. And I usually ask that question when we first meet because I, I, I don't want to make any assumptions that they know what I know, you know. So, um, but the first thing would be to just kind of have a plan on where you want to go. And a lot of people have already solved this issue. Either they're moving to, I've talked to people moving to Arizona, to Florida, uh, back to their hometown where they came from. It's, it's all over the, all over the board. And maybe they don't have anybody here, but they have family elsewhere. It doesn't matter. Once you have a destination, then we can work from there. The market's pretty hot. Um, it's a little tough right now to get temporary housing. I can tell you that. I've had some clients running around trying to get temporary housing and it's expensive. It's challenging. So if that's, if you don't have a plan for temporary housing and you want to stay locally, like, um, as an example, I had one buyer that was looking at buying a new home and they needed a destination. In other words, the builders require that their home be under contract by the time the new home is at the at the framing or drywall stage, depending on the builder. Well, that doesn't mean the home is done. It still could be a few more months. So their home could be sold and closed, and they've got this two- or three-month gap before their new house is ready. I've had one couple do it right where they just went and got an apartment and started the house from scratch, and that was their strategy, which was great. But if you're trying to find a place for two months, especially right now with the hotels being shut down and stuff like that, it's, it's hard. So, um, you know, you want to have a destination in mind first, number one. And then what, what, what is that vision? What does that look like? What, what size is the home? Cause that will help you make a decision about downsizing. Do I need, here's an example. A lot of people are phasing out of having the formal dining room. So we've got the big house with the formal dining room for Thanksgiving dinners and stuff. I think I've used mine <laughs> twice. We've been here 20 years. Um, and so, you know, do you need that? Do you need the furniture? Do you need the space? So that that's one room you can tick off your list that, okay, we're going to repurpose that stuff. Um, so you have to think about what, how much square footage you're going into and what space are you going to fill? I just had a client that sold their home and they went from probably about 2,500 square feet to a two bedroom apartment that was a thousand square feet. And they said it was overwhelming just to make that, that kind of transition. And they're still kind of overloaded in the space that they're in now. So, um, the number two thing is uh, create 
a very simple room by room by room by room checklist. I was just talking on the break about, for me, my number one room is my office because I work from home quite a bit if I'm not, you know, out in the go in front of clients or at the office, at my regular office. And so it's, it's really cluttered. I've got projects piled up and, you know, I'll start and stop things or I'll bring paperwork back after meeting with a client. It just varies. So it's not neat and tidy, at least not at home. It is at the office. So this room would need, need for me to sit down and think, do I really need that stuff? I went to a conference five years ago and took those notes. Have I even picked it up? But I've still got it. So that kind of stuff, you know, it takes some time to kind of sort through and make a decision on what you want to keep. Same with furniture. Um, I was recently talking to a home seller about this. And um, what my stagers do, so as a part of our fee, we include a free uh, in-home staging consultation with their stuff. So we, if they're occupying the home when they sell it, it's okay. We'll work with their stuff. We'll go room by room by room, and they will give them direction on what to pack away, what to store in the garage, what to keep, what to clear off. And they use um, blue painter's tape for extra pieces. Most people live with too much furniture and too much clutter. Like I've got a couple of file cabinets that I'm not really using here. They're just here. I have a couch in my office that becomes a junk collector. I don't really need that. If I had a dog, there'd be a dog laying there for sure. Um, but, you know, so you have to kind of pick the stuff that you want to keep. And less is always more when you sell a home, for sure. So if you don't need that, if you're not going to take it to your next destination, uh, we'll give you tips on how to repurpose it. There's some great places to sell things right now. Um, but a lot of a lot of the more seasoned citizens really, they think their kids want the furniture. That's not always the case. Um there are places that will resell it, like Take a Peek and Platt Furniture and uh, Restore, not Restore, get the other one. There's a, there's a couple of reselling, like consignment furniture stores in town. Uh, those are good. You don't get a lot of money out of it. They will come and pick it up if they're nice pieces. But if they're not so great, if they're old and dated, um, I would recommend trying to get rid of them on Facebook Marketplace. Just take a picture, and if you price it aggressively, they're going to come and get it. So that's good, too. Facebook Marketplace is kind of like the for sale by owner section of Facebook and also Craigslist. Now, I personally don't like people coming to my house for that sort of thing. I would just have got junk take it. That's how I feel about it. But So room by room by room. And then the other thing is you can use color. Uh, color of paint, color of tape or color of, uh, uh, what are they called? I lost my brain for a second. The Sharpie markers, like I have, I'm a big baseball fan. I have a purple Rockies sharper, Sharpie. Okay. Um, so you could have different colors for different rooms for when you're packing out to go, okay, I'm going to mark the boxes that go in the guest bedroom in this color. I'm going to mark the boxes that go in the master in this color. That way we know when we're unpacking where they go. It just simplifies the process. But definitely the stuff you want to get rid of, you want to make sure you have a color coding for that. And uh, that. so what do you think, Richard? Would those be helpful? 
Boy, I think that is extremely helpful. Even if somebody is still a year or two out, it's never too early as you go through life and you go from one phase of having kids to the next phase in high school, the kids going out. It's never too early, I think, to start going through a lot of this. And your suggestions are great. Some of the places that you recommended as well. Uh, I know that if I were to be in a situation where I were downsizing, the whole thing actually seems a bit overwhelming. What are some of the other tips you have for people downsizing? Uh, well, number one is start with photos. So go and take, use your camera. The most cell phones now have beautiful cameras. Do it horizontal, not vertical. And take pictures of every single room because most people live with clutter. As they live with clutter, they don't see it. They get used to it. It's just, it doesn't spark your eye. So you want to take pictures and then look at those pictures and then go room by room by room. Once you see the photos, you'll be able to tell. And you want to make sure you take this beast one step at a time. You know the old saying, eat the elephant one bite at a time? That's definitely the case for decluttering because you can start decluttering here. And I, I tend to do this. My brain likes a lot of plates spinning. So I would be in one room spinning plates and not finish and then go to the next room and spin some plates. That's not the way to do it. You want to take a room, finish, take a room, finish. And the key rooms that buyers look at absolutely are number one, outside curb, curb appeal. They spend most, the most amount of time online looking at the curb appeal, followed by the living room, followed by the kitchen, followed by the master bathroom followed by the master bedroom so those are the great rooms to start the spare bedrooms and eh, don't worry about it the garage don't worry about it they just want to see the space the inside of closets you can save those for last so take it one step at a time and then we also provide our clients with what we call the general staging tips which is a really nice summary one of my stagers came up with that kind of helps you get started some of the basics for staging you know everything off the counters is pretty uh, everybody knows that. If you go into a model home, you can see it. Um, same with bathrooms, neat and tidy. And of course, while you're going on your merry way, make sure you're cleaning as much as you can. What do you think, Richard? Oh, I think they're great tips. Barb, one of the questions I had is, does the, the home have to be in show condition when they meet you or, or your team the very first time? Oh, no, no, no. And a lot of people fear that. Uh, I had... I had one client that he didn't tell his wife I was coming. <laughs> that was kind of bad. And she freaked out because the teenage rooms are a mess. But um, it, when I come over to talk to you about selling your home, I'm not expecting, and most agents are not expecting, that the home is ready for photos. Some people are ready. Very few of them are. I'd say 99% of them aren't. So relax. Don't worry about it. We can see past the clutter. Our team is going to help you get there. Um, we're going to give you tips on what to do, what not to do to get ready for sale. It is some work, but it will pay off in, in great amounts. We're talking with Barb Schlinker, the real estate voice, your home sold guaranteed realty. The phone number is 719-301-3900. Or as always, you can visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Each week, the real estate voice with Barb Schlinker, it informs and it educates anyone who's in the market to buy or to sell real estate. And even if you're a year or two out and you're just looking forward to downsizing now, or you want to pass on some advice to your children, your grandchildren, your 
your coworkers, your friends, this is the place to be. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Barb about the top five questions to ask before you even hire a real estate agent to sell your home. Barb's phone number again, 719-301-3900. I'm Richard Randall along with Barb Schlinker. We'll be right back.